Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. All right. So I want to share with you one of the most important lessons that I continually have to relearn, not just in business, but this lesson, it's kind of universal. It, it specifically applies to sales. Like this has been the secret weapon in my back pocket when it comes to making, you know, raising millions and millions of dollars for our real estate deals. But it's also helped me out quite a lot in like my personal life, in my relationships with my health. And so it's kind of a universal concept. And so to, to lay the groundwork, I woke up this morning and I got an email from a, an investor. Now we've been raising uh, about $4 million for a deal over the last couple of months. And we had reached out to this guy no less than six times through different emails, text messages, voicemails, and nobody on the team had been able to get a hold of him yet. And so we kind of just took it to, you know, sometimes people fall off the world and they get busy. And so we're just like, nope, he's yeah, probably not coming into this deal. However, I woke up this morning to be pleasantly surprised, got an email from him, said, yeah, put me down for 100,000. Just out of the blue. Nobody had, su had succeeded in actually getting a hold of this guy, and yet there he was. And the lesson here, there's two lessons actually. Number one is to understand that there is magic in the follow through, in the follow up. And that two, you should never assume that the answer is no. In all areas of life, we often go into a conversation with a, a cute girl, a cute guy that we want to go on a date with, or, you know, we're, we're trying to make this, uh, this sale to a, a prospective customer. And in our minds, we have anxiety, we imagine worst case scenario, and we start to fill in the gaps and say, why would they ever want to do this? They probably not interested. We start to sell ourselves on the no for them. And so when it comes time in that pitch, in that sale, to ask the person out or to ask for the, you know, the, the sale, we, we feel impish about it because we think they're going to say no. We think that in a lot of ways, we think they maybe should say no. We lose the conviction and the confidence that tells us, hey, they are interested in that this will be a good thing for them. Like, of course you want to go out on a date with me. I'm an awesome person, right? And so we assume that the answer is no. And so a lot of people end up doing is they don't even ask the question. They just kind of peter off and just kind of hope the other person's like, oh, maybe they'll ask me out now or they'll just volunteer to give me their money and make the sale that way. Or we'll make the ask, but it'll be kind of like an impish little. So uh, what do you think? And it's not like a direct, hey, do you want to go out? Like, what do you think about moving forward? I'll send you over the, the payment link right now. We'll get you checked out and we'll have that product in your hands by the end of the, the hour, whatever, right? Instead of going in with confidence and assuming that the sale is a success, we're going in and just assuming that the answer is no. And time and time again, what I've learned in sales and life is if you assume the answer is no, there's a very good chance the answer will be no. But if you go into it assuming that the answer is going to be yes, then more likely than not, you're going to be pleasantly surprised when the other person comes through. So that's one side of it. Never assume the answer is no. You have to ask the question. You have to ask it directly and you have to keep asking it until you get the answer. And this is very, very important. It's very important that you get the other person to articulate and say directly, no, I'm not interested in going out with you. I'm not interested in buying this product at this time. Because when you get that, now you have clarity. You have clarity, which is super important for moving forward. Now, I'm not saying that you should then keep 
bugging that person and being like, why don't what, what what's wrong when you suck? Like what, what you know you you want this thing, right? Like not like that, but the next thing that we want to do is just to ask. Cool, that's perfectly fine. I'm curious. Could you just give me a little bit of information to understand why it's a no? And is it timing? Is it the deal? Is it the market? Are you busy? Are you coming through a breakup? Like whatever. It is. Like I'm, I'm for whatever reason I'm mixing business and dating right here, but um, it, it works in both both spheres. Getting that data and understanding why is it a no is super super valuable because then you can take that information and you can start to tweak your pitch in the future if it's something that's tweakable. You can start to understand okay, this customer is not interested in these types of deals or these types of products or just this type of person, whatever. So collecting information, never assume the answer is no, but when you do get the no, go deeper to understand the why behind the no. Now, this none of this would have actually happened if we had only sent one email, most likely. And what I find in uh, for capital raisers, people who are trying to raise capital for their businesses, for their real estate deals, or for customers like selling high ticket items, um, or even low ticket items, honestly, people don't follow up nearly enough. They don't ask nearly frequently enough. You ask maybe once, maybe twice, and then you feel awkward. If they ghost you, you just assume the answer is no. You don't want to be a bother, so you go away. And you don't want to spam them. But I think it's more important to get a clear answer for yes or no from a person than it is to worry about whether or not you're spamming them. Now, this is not to say you should spam them. There are right ways and wrong ways to follow up without being a pest. You know, this requires practice, requires intuition, a lot of empathy, and there's right ways and there's wrong ways to follow up. But across the board, I tend to see people not following up nearly enough. It might be two or three times when in reality, this situation that we had with this investor, you, I think we had probably pinged him about six or seven times. And this is not the first time this has happened with other investors where it's only on the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth outreach attempt that we finally get a hold of them and we finally get a commitment out of them. And it's because they're busy. Life gets in the way and it's not that they're ignoring you. It's just that email landed at the wrong moment. It got pushed down. They were too busy. They haven't gone through it yet. The text message, they meant to answer it, but then they forgot to and then they moved on and now it's pushed down in their list or it's a voicemail and I don't answer my voicemail. So when we when we assume the answer is no and we don't follow up, then we have lost the opportunity to serve this person. And so I encourage you to think through this like what's it look like to follow through because truly you're probably leaving money on the table if you have a customer list right now and you're not consistently following up with them and making an ask so i wanted to share that with you guys because that has been a very powerful lesson for me in growing my businesses and just realizing if i have a if i have a list of a thousand leads that maybe 10% of them are going to purchase the thing on the first outreach, but that there's probably another 40% behind that that will purchase sometime between the second and 15th outreach, right? And so make those outreaches. I know it's awkward. I know it can feel uncomfortable. It can feel like you're being rejected or just being ghosted, but that's the game that you signed up for. And it's the thing that separates the mediocre business people from the exceptional. So I'm um, not saying I'm exceptional. That's not the... Anywho, <laughs> gonna own it. We're exceptional over here. Anywho, okay, guys, I love and appreciate you checking out the podcast here today. Uh, as always, you rock. I love you. Uh, your mom and dad love you too. They told me to tell you that. Pass it along. Uh, we'll see you back around these parts tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper focused, my friend. Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it.
All right, let's get to the show. 